I'm Molly. And I'm Abigail. We're sisters. And we believe in ghosts. again us again hey we're back back again we did all of our homework assignments for the week yes i have a story and i have a story yeah and abigail watched hill house haunting of hill house i did i you haven't finished it i'm halfway through because it's addicting it's so addicting i just started too and i'm already halfway through (laughs) Colin and i started it together and then i quickly said you're like, I'm alone on this Bye. journey now. I need to be on this journey. I don't think your schedule is going to work with this journey. <laughs> so I'm going to be on it and go for it. We'll see you on the other side. Uh, yeah. That's good. And then together we saw Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. I keep wanting to say Dr. Strange. I know. It was strange. It was very strange. But it was awesome. It was so good. Spoiler alert. Uwen did not. Uwen let us down at all it was a great it was everything that in the last episode i was talking about that mike flanagan had to live up to like not only a sequel to a legendary movie but also adapting a stephen king novel that's huge both of those are huge tasks and he fucking did it he did i think if he were a fly on the wall in the theater watching abigail (laughs) watch it the desired effect occurred at the moment that the music from the shining started playing oh yeah yeah, she reaches to me she reaches to her husband colin (laughs) and starts like dancing our hands (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's happening it's out guys 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 right i was like i think this is what he wanted (laughs) yeah he would have loved that oh good i i hope i hope you listen to this mike flanagan because it was did great. a great job he did a great great job yeah and i was kind of concerned that you know the old school like thriller of it all wouldn't be as apparent and maybe because like if you think about his work on hill house that's like re- like scary more horror i would say yeah, yeah, it's a it's a classic type of horror, which I would say a right. haunted house a haunted and ghost house type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think this just used the characters and the the scary aspects from the last movie and incorporated it again while adding, you know, more modern twists because it's based in two thousand eleven, right? Did I make that up? No, you did not make that up. But I think it's. It started in 2000. I don't know. There's some. <laughs> there were a lot of dates. Cut that, Steven. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> You're talking to yourself as Steven. You're calling yourself Steven right now. I'm Molly Ray Morris. <laughs> That's a pretty good name, actually. Molly Ray Morris. 
we've changed the baby name. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking of the baby, uh, she apparently had a reaction to the movie last night in the theater because Molly has been trying to get me to feel her baby kick. Mm-hmm. She's stubborn. And she's very stubborn, and it doesn't always happen. But last night during the movie, Molly reached over and was like, feel this. And then I just I felt this little two little feet. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is like a magical life moment happening as like people are getting shot with rifles on screen. <laughs> I know. I know. It was so creepy. It was a very loud moment. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she's awake. <laughs> She's hearing it all. But it was fun. So we had a good yeah. time. Highly recommend the movie. Yeah. Please please see that. Especially if you like The Shining. You're definitely going to like um, seeing The Overlook again and seeing some of the old ghosts again. And mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's very cool. So good job, Mike. Uh, can we also... I just want to throw a shout out to the actress who played uh, Shelley Duvall's character for... Mm nailing that performance totally she was incredible totally i know i was we're driving home ryan was like did they use an old clip and i was like no i don't think so no they didn't they reshot everything right yeah and then i mistakenly (laughs) i had a miscommunication with my husband during the during the movie because he leaned over and he's like do you think like jack nicholson will be in it in some way (laughs) And I go, Jack Nicholson's dead. But I meant just like his young dad character. Right. Jack Torrance. Is dead and frozen. And that was made very clear at the end of The Shining. So he was like, he is? And so basically he thought we lost like one of the greats in acting. Because I told him he was dead at a very like silent, tension ridden time. So, sorry, he's alive. He's doing great. Yeah, sure. He I'm called sure me he yesterday. Is. You know, he he's did doing great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you have been watching all of the scary things. I, I have. Them. I watched. So like my entire yesterday was haunting of Hill House, and then straight into Doctor Sleep. So I I stayed up and watched um some Queer Eye. Queer, Queer Eye, Eye is Japan. The cure all. I haven't seen the Japan one yet, so <gasps> oh, but I feel wow. like that would cure most. Absolutely. Uh, I think I'll go back to Scariness. Haunting of Hill House, but because um, I'm so intrigued. Right. Like, you have to have a really good story to keep me going through, like, 10 episodes of just straight terror and anxiety. Right. And the story is good enough that it's doing that, so kudos. But I think the creepiest thing with watching scary movies and you think like oh especially one scene last night no spoilers i promise there's a scene with a child involved yeah and you think how terrifying uh uh-huh. well, to be on set and do that and then you think well they're actors they know you know it's not yeah. a scary set but sometimes sets can get a bit affected by the story they're telling so we wanted to discuss a movie set of choice, mm-hmm. the story the movies are based on, and things that happened and went on mm-hmm. during the filming. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to think that, oh, it's just a scary, a scary movie, 
everyone was fine. They went home at night and it wasn't right haunting their dreams right. because, you know, you think of how they film movies very piece by piece, not always in chronological order of the actual story. So right. you think like they can't get too freaked out. Right. They can't get too spooked. But it happens. Yeah, it does. There are a lot of there are a lot of kind of crazy things and you know, I think um some of it the one I'm covering on Poltergeist, some of it may be shoehorned in a little bit mm-hmm. and a little bit of conjecture, a little bit of a stretch, but right. so it like some of it's still like some of it still makes me stop and think. Right. What if? Because I think if you're so involved with the story, so getting home last night, we walk in, turn on the lights. I like caught something out of the corner of my eye, uh-huh. jump out of my skin, and it was just a blanket that I didn't fold back up on the couch. So it just looked like a, a mass of something yeah. sitting there. Ugh. But because of what I just watched, yeah. I was like, <gasps> you know, so I'm sure there's some of that that goes on too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, So what movie did you pick? I chose The Conjuring. So The Conjuring was based on real life events that happened in 1971 in Harrisville, Rhode Island. So this family of seven moved into a farmhouse in Rhode Island. They were the Perone family. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's how you say it? I think so. Yeah. Sure. The Perone family. It was Carolyn, the mother, Roger, the father, and their five daughters. And holy hell, that's a lot of daughters. It's a lot of daughters. That's so many daughters. It's five in a row. <sighs> yeah. So they moved into the house again in 1971, and this house was built originally in 1736. So some history there. That's some, like, Puritan times. That is. <laughs> No, I think that's the 1600s. <laughs> Fact check. That's some that's some crucible shit. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Immediately upon moving into the house, they began to notice strange happenings. It started off pretty innocent. Um, it was mostly household items being moved or dis- disappearing entirely. Mostly things they could explain. Like, I can probably say that a broom has moved around the house of uh, my house several times, and I've probably done it, but I just don't recall it. <laughs> so one of those, you know, those were the things that were happening. And yep. then piles of dirt began appearing all over the house, which is strange. I would be pissed. <laughs> I already have enough mess to contend right? with right now. Yeah, so they weren't able to explain them. Um no one was sweeping up. It wasn't Carolyn. It wasn't anyone in the family doing it. Then when they were all in the uh, different parts of the house, they all began to hear scratching noises coming from the kitchen. Ooh. It wasn't until the daughter started experiencing the presence of several spirits in the house that Carolyn decided to do some research on the background of the house they bought. Normal. Yeah, especially if, you know, you see a full-bodied apparition, you may be like, what the hell? Yeah, who is this person? <laughs> are they staying? What are they like? How in long the- are they staying? What are they like in their pancakes? Right, right. You know? Right. She found out that the house was in the same family for eight generations. <sighs> On top of the long history with the one family, she found that many people in the family happened to die under mysterious circumstances. 
some, meaning more than one, drowned in a nearby creek. Holy shit. Some hanged themselves on the property. And one murder took place. So a family member was murdered. That's a lot. I mean, eight generations, a lot can happen, I guess. Right. But still. <laughs> right. Eight still. generations of some bad luck. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <clears throat> the Perones came to believe that the most malevolent spirit they encountered was Bathsheba Sherman. Was she the bent neck lady? Oh, my gosh. I picture her as the bent neck lady. Okay. She was a woman that lived on the property in the mid-1800s and was believed to be a Satanist. There was evidence at one point that she was involved in the murder of a child who was her neighbor. Bathsheba's grave can still be found today at a downtown Harrisville cemetery. So we can post a picture of that on our Instagram. Awesome. They began to report other encounters um, that got a little bit more violent in nature. Uh, The smell of rotting flesh followed numerous family members throughout the house as if someone was walking right behind them. The beds began to be lifted off the floor while they were in the bed. Uh, You know, there's a time and a place to rearrange a bedroom. There is. You don't want to do it while people are sleeping. No. No. It's not an efficient use of energy. No, it's not. Not at all. Some of their larger appliances in the basement began to malfunction, which required Roger to go down to the basement to try and see what was wrong. He always felt a very dark, very cold spirit around him. The mother was possessed during a seance with both Lorraine and Ed Warren, who they had called in to investigate the house once things became more violent. So they came several times throughout the year, and I mean throughout the years, and that's how they became involved. She started whispering in a strange language (laughs) and um, one of their daughters had snuck down to watch during the night and heard her mother start speaking in tongues (sighs) I know that is chilling yes the 2013 movie highlights the Warrens and their investigation of the farmhouse and their interactions that they had with the family Although Ed died in 2006, Lorraine was able to consult on the film and wanted it to be as true as possible to the story. Good for you, Lorraine. Good for Lorraine. On the set of the 2013 movie, mysterious things began happening. Each time the prone family members were on set, a mysterious wind picked up immediately around them that couldn't be seen blowing any trees. What? Yeah. So just wherever they walked, outside, on the set down in North Carolina, Uh it was like they were being blown away, but you couldn't see the wind moving through the trees. What? That's crazy. Yep. It was also reported that one of the child actors on set, Joey King. Oh, yeah. She was just in um, the act on Hulu. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Josie Rose. She woke up to find that she was covered in head to toe bruises despite having no injuries having occurred on set and she was suffering from no illnesses whoa Mm -hmm. that's terrifying especially to a child actor 
I know. I know. I'm going to get into a little bit of that, too. Yeah, you're like, no, no, no. Just leave the kids alone. It's right. the adults who are stupid enough to mess with this. <laughs> right. Like, don't don't punish right. the children. On top of the mysterious bruising, there were multiple occasions of the large curtains on the soundstage moving on their own with all of the doors shut, air conditioning turned off for filming, and was witnessed by many on set. Oh, I would not like that. Right. There was actually, they said that um, one of the lead characters, the guy that plays Ed, was caught it on film. But has he had to share it. But I'm like, share it. Share, share it. What's his name? Something Wilson. Yeah. David. Patrick. Patrick Wilson. Yes. That's it. Got it. In one. So he was said to have caught it on film and it just stopped them dead in their tracks. Watching the curtains sway back and forth on this very secure soundstage. Ooh. Yeah, because the air should be totally still in there if they've turned the everything off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're not going to mess you with anything. Yeah. Drafty, you no. can't. You know, it's one of those very controlled situations. Yes. Yeah. For a reason. You know, making a movie. Making movie magic. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. The actress portraying Lorraine Warren, Vera Farmiga. Love her. Love her. Reported that she was drawn wide awake at the same time between 3 and 4 a.m. consistently each night of filming. That's dead time, people. We got dead time. We got dead time. When confiding in other staff members about the strange occurrence, they confirmed that they had been experiencing the same thing as well, but they were too scared to tell. (laughs) I would tell everyone if that was happening to me. I'd be like, guys. Yeah, no, totally. I'd be like, hey, so uh, 3.15, uh, you got anything weird Anything happening? weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally crazy. I mean, it's nothing like the bruising, yes, the drapes are weird. I think the wind around the family, that they're just coming to consult. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Super scary. Do not like. No. Do not no. want. So cut to 2019. The mysterious Harrisville farmhouse was purchased by a couple from Maine. What? Yeah. Was and it I remember, Stephen King? Oh, uh, no. But I remember reading this article and I sent it to my friend Hannah because it was like Maine scooping up that haunted property. Yeah. So this couple, they are paranormal investigators. So when I read it, I was like, first, they're crazy. Second, I was like, oh, OK, they may be doing something. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So they bought it in 2019, so earlier this year. Oh, cool. Already, while fixing up the house, they have experienced mysterious flashes of light, unexplainable noises, and moving objects. They mentioned that this makes them nervous because the spirits all started out somewhat playful with the Perone family. Oh, I see. But later... Once the mysterious illnesses occurred, uh-huh. beds lifting off the floor, things more evil in nature were taking place, they feel like the worst is yet to come. Yeah, I would feel that way too. When asked about their plans, they said that they are trying to renovate the house, make it, you know, I feel like it's kind of been untouched for a number of years. Yeah. And they're opening it up to paranormal researchers and curious visitors. Excellent. 
we are the latter. Yes, yes, very much. But they they've got to charge for it, right? They're not just gonna be like. I feel like they will charge, especially which, if someone wants to come in and do an investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the daughter was quoted saying that, you know, not only was it a crazy, horrible experience for their family, but she truly believes it's magical and that there's multiple portals within that house. Wow. I believe that in the way that, like, it's not just that these spirits are just hanging out there all the time. Like, I truly believe they're just hotspots where, like, the line is blurred and things can come through easier. It's not always going to be the same thing. Right. Right. And I think it's not always Mr. Boots. It's not always going to be Mr. Boots. But I think, you know, having such tragedy occur over the years in this general property is probably one of the reasons why it could have some sort of bad energy portal. Yeah. Affecting it. I mean, no, I'm no expert, but I am a demonologist. <laughs> I do have a degree. One of the articles I read said that Lorraine was a self-proclaimed demonologist. I'm like, well, what else would you be? <laughs> like, I didn't know if there was like a certificate at like BU, you know? <laughs> like, it just seems so strange. I guess maybe they have to say self-proclaimed very much because of that like they don't want to make it seem like that's an official thing right right not like an accredited demonologist a fully licensed she received her doctorate in demonology (laughs) she's licensed in all of new england (laughs) it's so true i yeah i don't know i i read that i was like oh interesting (laughs) they are a lot of people call them frauds Mm mm-hmm what do you what do you think about those claims? I don't think so. I think a lot of what they experienced was real. The movies like Amityville and The Conjuring, I think, you know, it shows their experiences, but also she while she was consulting on it, like it is Hollywood and it is a movie and they need to sell tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, no, I think that that might be play into other people saying they were frauds. Mm, mm-hmm. But I think with anyone, you know, there's skeptics. There's, yeah, you know, there's, a, and if you're the forefront of like the leading the charge on the paranormal front, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be the easiest target to try to take down. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um and what a precious freaking woman. I know. Like, she would just be like, oh, honey, no. Yeah. No, we don't want that. Stop stop making these EVPs. And I'd be like, Lorraine, give me a hug. I do want to do a haunted doll episode eventually, but uh, there was uh, a picture that popped up on my Twitter feed of Lorraine Warren um, decades ago holding Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. It's a raggedy Ann. Right, and then it's the not movies, like some creepy, like, like a, antique porcelain doll. Right, they made it like um, what do you call it? A ventriloquist doll. Yeah, That's she almost a, looks like a dummy. Yeah, you're right. Right, and so they do that just for the movies. When actually, I think the real Annabelle doll is scarier because it's not. It's like yeah, yeah, just yeah. This like cloth raggedy Anne. Yeah. 
I don't know why that strikes me as creepier because the dummies are pretty crazy looking. I yeah, I'm not a fan of that. No, I'm not. I don't like preppets. No, mm. no thanks. No thanks. I'll pass. Um, if it wasn't for Ed and Lorraine Warren, I know we joke a lot about Zach Bagans, but the way he, the reason he can have like the most popular museum in Vegas. And procure all of these different items is kind of because the Warrens did it first in their their home in New England. Yeah. So I think their legacy lives on for sure. And, and it's so, a positive legacy overall, I would say. Yeah. They were trying to help people. You know, yeah. people wouldn't call them for no reason. They're trying to help. And yeah. so I think whatever liberties, directors, writers, anyone took on any of their stories, I think it just, you know take it with a grain of salt and yeah we could probably do a whole episode just on ed and lorraine warren eventually Mm -hmm. be cool it'll be cool but yeah that's it on the conjuring super cool that movie scared the shit out of me um but this movie has a whole cinematic universe now with annabelle and the nun just came out i'm gonna mention the nun in my um episode which is gonna be the next episode we're making this uh movie one a two-parter because i will be in chicago next week Mm -hmm. um which i'm really excited about so we're gonna do a two-parter i'm gonna cover a different haunted set next time but this was really cool yeah those are some good haunted set stories yeah they're very creepy and i think of all of them that i read um it just really stood out like the physical evidence of it both on film and then on poor joey king <laughs> she's doing great she's now. been through a lot <laughs> she's doing great oh good so um but yeah i think next time we'll talk about abigail's movie and yep. gonna get the inside story yeah all right well thank you guys so much for listening if you wouldn't mind uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, if you think this podcast was good and you want other people to find it, that is the best way to do that. We might be starting a Patreon soon. So <gasps> if you want to email us any suggestions for bonus content, you can email us at supernaturalsisterspod at gmail.com. Also, uh, email us if you have any spooky stories. We'd love to hear them and feature them on the podcast. Absolutely. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Supernatural Sisters Pod. Uh, we would love to have your follow. We will post be posting pictures from the episodes, other highlights. You can read a little bit about us mm-hmm. on the highlights on our stories. Um, but yeah, stay tuned and follow to get all of the next updates. Our cover art is by Breezier. You can find her at excellent terrestrial on reddit and instagram and our music is by nate johnson you can find him at music by nate johnson.com thanks guys thanks guys bye 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 bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>